Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Regina Bassi. Regina Bassi, aka Reggie, is the founder and creator of the Backpackers Wanted travel site that offers practical tips on how to save and budget for international trips along with the encouragement necessary to embark on adventures of your own. Reggie is a travel writer, an outdoor enthusiast, sustainable tourist, and a community and adrenaline junkie. Her mission is to inspire others to reach beyond conventional and grasp onto a global future. Women of the world, Miss Regina Bussey. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Marie. All right, Reggie, I really like what you're doing with your uh, business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, and you know the knowledge and experience to build this special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about, but feel free to comment anytime about it. Let's start with your business. There might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche. I think every entrepreneur begins in the same spot. You know, we have to ask ourselves one simple question, and that question is how? How do we build this business? How do we promote a product? How do we uh, transfer knowledge on a certain issue? And for me, it began with online avenues. I had to figure out how to build a website that would not only reach uh, my primary demographic, but also engage them, you know, I guess inspire them to, to share that knowledge with other people. So my website itself began kind of as a receptacle for all of my travels. I had been traveling at that point for about five years, and I've written, I, I mean, I, I can write till the cows come home. So I have quite a few blogs, and I was posting them for the enjoyment of my family and friends, but I soon realized that I wasn't, I guess, um, capitalizing on the content. So I revamped my website to what is now Backpackers Wanted, and reworked a lot of the content to include travel tips, uh, nuggets of inspiration, different ways to save money, um, just kind of quirky videos, humorous videos. And then I also kind of worked on the SEO side, the social media side, and I began building a following. And that following has kind of brought me to where I am today with a successful website that has a lot of viewers spanning all different platforms and that has also opened the door to many opportunities for me. Uh, opportunities that involve production, international productions overseas, and then also just um, you know writing opportunities as a freelance journalist. I really like what you're saying and that I'm sure that will go extremely well with our listeners. But let me ask you a question. What was the defining moment that you saw the light and made you say, this is my business? The defining moment 
probably was a project. It was um, a television travel concept that I'd been working on for quite a few years and I was finally at the stage of development where I was ready to go out and film. But in order to film, I needed to have sponsorships. I needed to have support. And the way you do that is with clout. I needed this following, these viewers. And that's what really prompted me to kind of rework the website. And that's what brought me to today. You know, I was signed with an amazing production company because of this concept. And it's also opened a lot of other doors to different filming projects. So along with that project that you just mentioned, what was your initial vision for that business, for that project, or for your business in general, you know, that continues to make you drive towards success day in and day out? My initial vision is a, a vision I wake up with and I go to bed with. I've always wanted to encourage and inspire others to travel. And it's really easy to say that, but it's another thing to activate people, to ignite people, to get them excited about it. So, I mean, my days kind of revolve around coming up with unique ways to share this content. And, you know, being from, from the States, we're not necessarily a country of travelers. We are definitely a country of entrepreneurs. That's what we are conceived on. But I want to bridge that gap, you know, that you can still make a lot of money if that's your goal, or you can still have a fantastic job doing whatever it is you love, but you can also incorporate travel. And I think travel allows you to grow in ways that you cannot grow in your own country. It takes you out of your comfort zone. It puts you into elements and into situations that you have to rely on your survival instincts. So that's always, I guess, my goal, my vision is just to you know, tell people that you can marry these two different sides of life and you can emerge a lot stronger because of it. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. But let's back up a little bit. You know, your business obviously found a need and you together, together, you, you mix that one with your travel and, and your personal and, your, as a, and as a business. And you ob obviously found a need and filled it. Now, can you tell our listeners what was the what was your personal situation at startup, and what were the current market market conditions, you know, at that time, and how do you feel that your business strategy rose to meet that need? The market was and, and still is saturated. Travel is on the tip of everybody's tongue, and like I said, how, how do you get noticed in a quote-unquote noisy world? You know, a, no, a, a world that's full of uh, similar blogs and similar sites. I guess, I, I mean, to, your, your question, would you just give it to me again? Right. What, what was the market condition? What, what, what was it happening around you at that time? And what was your personal situation when you feel that, okay, I am going to have this business. I'm going to build this business now. Okay. My personal situation was a big question mark. I knew what I loved. I love traveling. I love seeing the world. I love meeting all the people. And how, how could I create a career? You know, how could I find a career that married these loves? And that's where the website came about. I didn't want to just take any job to pay the bills. I wanted to find the job or I wanted to create the job. And whether that was in production, whether that was in journalism, whether that was in volunteerism activities, humanitarian works. And that's kind of what, you know, also spawned the website is just, I, I know what I'm good at, I know what I love to do, and that's what your job should be. You know, we're only on this planet once, of course, depending on what you believe, but I want to know that I've done something special, and I've given it every fiber of my being, and I'm not going to be able to do that unless I love it. 
I love what you just said and you're right on one life we only have one life to live and I like the fact that you you marry those two like you love to travel and you made a career out of it so that is really really I'm sure resonates to, to other people to our listeners especially if they have a passion for example or something that they love and they can find a way to make that one as a career just what you've done exactly thank you <laughs> Right. Now, you know, women entrepreneurs these days are extremely organized and more so than their counterparts. You know, they have attention to details. They stick to what they do. They have the glue-like qualities that can be admired by a lot of people who are not quite at that level. And one of those qualities is tenacity, the ability not to quit when faced with that situation. What do you think about that? Did you actually use that in the times when uh, doubt, worry, and fear might have set into your mind? Absolutely. And as women, I mean, tenacity, I, I love that word, but I think we have a different issue. And, and men have it to a degree, but we're emotional beings, much more so than males. So I, I kind of, you know, we're always pitting our head against our heart. Maybe our head is saying, this is the way you need to go with your business and you need to press forward on all fronts and you can't think of what other people, um, you know, or you don't have to worry about what they're saying about you, just push forward. But then our heart is also saying, okay, you can be emotional and you can show a bit more, um, I guess, personality or, or intimacy with, with certain issues. So I, I think as a woman, you have to recognize that your head and your heart aren't always gonna align, but you do your best to balance them because I don't want to forget that other side of being a woman. I don't want to just you know, become a male for the sheer sake of quote unquote success. I want to be 100% in, in both sides of who I am, my head and my heart. <laughs> wow, I like that. You align your heart and your, your head, I mean your brain. Well, I mean, I mean we oftentimes, especially for men, they, they, are not really, they don't show that emotional side of them and it's a lot easier for us women to and I think that's one, that's one really good qualities for us women because we tend to be more in tune to our emotion, the emotional part of our being. And that is really important. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Now, us entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And uh, I'm sure you're no stranger to challenges as uh, evidenced by some of the things I've read about your business. Now, to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. What have been your biggest challenges and what type of qualities did you have that enable you to overcome those barriers to success? My biggest challenges, um, well, they, they span a, a lot of different levels. But when you build a website, you have to recognize that there's going to be setbacks along the way but there's also gonna be those little moments every day, those positive affirmations that keep you going. So in building the site, you know, you're putting your everything into it, 100% of your being into this product or into this process. And when things don't go your way, you feel defeated. You know, you feel like, well, why did I put all this time and effort into it if there's obviously no return or if I'm not reaching the people that I set out to? And it's really easy to get down on yourself. But what I, try to tell people is to focus on those little affirmations every day. You might not have this groundbreaking revolution that yes, I have succeeded and I have a profit to show for it or I have a viewership to show for it, but you have that one person who maybe sent you an email during the day that said, hey, thanks for doing what you do. You inspire me. Or you have somebody that you meet in the street that maybe you know something you said also inspires them. 
So that's what I've had to focus on because the challenges for me uh, in particular, I've been involved with two travel competitions and these competitions were to find um, essentially a new host for one of them was a TV show and the other was for a, another blog site. And I was basically runner up in both of these competitions. And they were, you know, thousands of applicants from around the world. We had a lot of video submissions we had to do. And in each of these projects, I committed about six months of my life. And I was pushing these other products to the best of my ability. And when it finally comes down to it and you don't win, this thing that you have put everything into, it's devastating. It is absolutely heartbreaking. But the qualities that I have as a person and the way that I've grown, I, I guess, I see them as opportunities for growth. I see them as opportunities to learn. And although you didn't come out with this quote unquote success, you still came out on top because you're a better person for it. And we've all heard that and it's really easy to just kind of roll your eyes and say, oh, you know, easier said than done. But you absolutely have to focus on yourself. You have to see that you have succeeded as a person just to get to that point, win or quote unquote lose. Focus on yourself and be proud of yourself. Wow, what you've just said there, that was brilliant. And I'm sure our listeners got a lot from what you've just said. And I have to reiterate what you said that, you know, setbacks, we have to take them as opportunities for growth. And for us to keep going, focus on those people who appreciate you and in what you're doing and appreciate you as a person. Because that, I'm sure, um, will keep your your fire burning day in and day out. So thank you for being generous in sharing those, um, your experience and your advice that I'm sure our listeners um, can take away from. Now, let's talk about another area in an entrepreneur's life that is really important, but that's more uh, most of the time neglected. You know, being a business owner such as myself, motivation plays a key factor day in and day out. And motivation could, could mean many things to many people. So in the business realm, for example, the ability to stay motivated is so crucial to overall success in life. Now the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work balance, particularly if you have a family. How would you look upon it as your business as a means to balance your life after work? or do you carry work through your life? I absolutely carry work through my life, but it's because I love what I do. I think there's two types of careers. There's a career that you go to um, because you, you have to, you're trying to make ends meet. You don't necessarily derive fulfillment from it, but it's paying the bills. So from that job, it is nice to go home, turn your brain off and you know direct it towards something else. Then there's another type of job, a job that I like to see myself in, that I absolutely love. I live it, I breathe it, I drink it, I feel it, and I don't want to turn it off. I find the most inspirational moments in my life occur when maybe it's 9 p.m. at night and I'm enjoying family time, and something that my mother says spurs something in me and I'm immediately writing it down in my notebook as a potential blog or a potential nugget of inspiration on my website. That's when inspiration hits, when you least expect it. I never want to be in a job where I'm expected to sit there and just, you know, flick a button and, and suddenly be productive or suddenly be, um, you know, come up with a unique idea. So I live everything that I, quote unquote, work. 
I guess. <laughs> I totally resonate with just with, with that thing that you've just said because I do that one too. I mean, when I'm do those ideas just come on random times, on random moments, and I don't feel like I'm working you know, the whole day because I enjoy what I'm doing. So that's the difference when you love what you do. Time is not of an is no not not of an essence at all. I mean, you can be going and going and going, and you still have the energy, you still have that fire in you that you you just don't want to stop. So that is really a big difference when you really love what you're doing. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm glad you you feel the same. It's you're right. There's there's no words to describe it. It's just in you. You just you go for it indirectly. It's always there. Exactly. Totally hear you. Now let's talk about measuring your success your business financially appears to be doing quite well and you know with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life now would like to say that success is a mindset and um, in your journey as a business entrepreneur what's your feelings about success what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success i always refer back to a quote and uh, I'm sure you've heard it, but success is a journey, not a destination. So when you use the term benchmarks, I love that because a lot of people think that success is gonna be the end of the tunnel. What's at the end of the road that suddenly defines you as a, a success, but it's not. It's all the little things that we do along the way. And as I referred to earlier, I mean, I don't measure my success by financial figures, nor do I do it by a social media following. I use it by me. I see myself growing. I hear it in my voice. I see it in my mannerisms. My confidence levels are boosted with every project. That is success because financial numbers or a successful project, that can all be taken away in a blink of an eye. But what you learn, what you take into yourself through these projects, that can never be taken away. So I just encourage everybody to don't, don't sell yourself out. Don't forget you in that equation to success. Wow, I, I love what you've just said. I mean, success is a journey, not a destination. And you know, you're right, success is really, when you see yourself grow in each milestone project you're doing, that is success already. So those little things, you know, like what you've just said, it, it's not just um, material, not just the, the tangible, or the in, but also the intangible um, um, successes that you have. And I remember, one time, um, Jim Rohn said that you aim, it's not exactly these words, but he meant that if aim to become a millionaire, not for the money, but who you become. And I love that quote because, of course, we as entrepreneurs, we have to think, of, I mean, driving revenue is a big part, but it's beyond, you know, when we pass that stage, it is beyond that. We transcend to something beyond the material. Um, aspect of of the business so I, I really like what you said about that so thank you for sharing that all right so let's talk about one of the most exciting part of this um, this uh, interview your plans for the future you know I love the fact that you introduced this business um, that you're doing to this day and I seem to pick up some trends which are all wonderful for your target audience and the people that just crave for this type. Now that begs me to ask you, you sure got some good things about um, up your sleeves. So what are your plans for the future? My future plans are threefold. 
As I've mentioned before, I am uh, very interested in production and then also journalism. So the project that I had shot years ago in New Zealand, it was a travel television concept. I'm kind of, you know, reworking that and selling that on a few different fronts and trying to move that into the forefronts of a few different networks. Along with that, I have a few writing projects in the works. So um, one of these writing projects is going to kind of be launched online and it's going to be with a co-author and this co-author happens to be my aunt. Now my aunt is one of the most incredible women I've, I've ever met and she was kind of my catalyst for travel. She had spent her youth traveling all over the world working with the Peace Corps and just backpacking, but backpacking 50 years ago. So when I first met, I mean when, when I, I guess, became of age to learn these things about her, I was enamored. I was so inspired by this woman. And, you know, we have a lot of parallels in our travels and it's something that we'd like to launch together now in a book. So we'll, we're, we're working on that. And of course, I'll keep you in the know as to when I launch that website. But um, those are the, the two primary. And the third one is very simple, but it's what I'm constantly doing just the encouragement and inspiration. I'm speaking with a lot of high schools and different programs around town, trying to encourage the youth to, you know, just kind of, I guess, help them turn that light bulb on, help them start thinking about travel at a young age. And those are my three platforms that I'm working on. I kind of like what we talked about. I, I never stopped thinking, so I'm sure there's a fourth and a fifth one back there somewhere. <laughs> but those are the primaries. Well, you sure have a lot of exciting things happening in the future, and I'm so excited uh, for you, and I'll be continuing to watch the, uh, as they unfold uh, in the near future. Thank you so much, Marie, and I look forward to hearing all of the other podcasts, too, who you have in the lineup. Absolutely. Now, um, as entrepreneurs, you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. Take it back to the past and say you're going to start all over again as an, an entrepreneur and you are with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success. What types of special suggestions or advice and lesson learned would you give your uh, these entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed? My number one piece of advice is to start your project right. And what I mean, there is such a learning curve to any project we become involved with. And as an entrepreneur, you're wearing a lot of hats. You know, you kind of become a, a jack of all trades. You have to know a little bit about a lot. And it's overwhelming. There, there's so much material out there and you don't know where to put your time. And when I began my website, my first website, I didn't really do the research that I needed to. I didn't know what an SEO was. I didn't really care about social media or how to build a following. And now, 10 years after, I'm definitely kicking myself because had I built this properly from the beginning, you know, I would have a, a much higher following to show for it. So that is my number one piece of advice. Take the time to learn as much as you can before you launch your product. I know we get really excited and we just want to get it out there, but take the time. Breathe, breathe, and work through every aspect of it and then launch it. All right, so let me reiterate that. Start your project right. I mean, doing your diligent research and taking the time as much as you need to be prepared because I agree with you. When I started th this I the idea alone, I didn't realize that, oh my God, there is more to it than just the idea. I mean, there, yeah, so I totally hear you that we really have to be prepared for what it is that we are, we are um, heading at. But at the same time, it shouldn't 
discourage us to, in pursuing what we want to achieve. So thank you. Now, do you have any internet resource or a, um, an iPhone app that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business? When I tell people this, they, they can't believe it. I do not have a smartphone. <laughs> and it's one of those things, I travel so much. And I guess when I'm on the road, I'm still a traditionalist. I like to have my pen and paper. I like to write down my thoughts and then put them into a blog or put them into a, a photo or a, a post. And I'm currently reading a book and it's called Platform, Get Noticed in a Noisy World. The author is Michael Hyatt. And I'm kind of learning about you know, how, as I just discussed, how to build your platform properly from the beginning. And um, I think it's, it's teaching me a lot, um, a lot of things that I probably should have known a long time ago. And one of them is to get an iPhone or a smartphone. So Marie, that is on my list of things to do. I, I need to move forward on that front. But other online materials I use or um, applications, one of them is Scribd. And Scribd is one of the biggest online libraries where you can upload different articles or different published um, pieces that you have so that other viewers can kind of lock into it, you know, and you can build a following that way. Awesome, awesome. And uh, would you say that that book is someone, something that you can recommend to our listeners that will help them grow personally or professionally? Or is there any other book that you would recommend them? I absolutely recommend this book. Uh, most entrepreneurs th this day and age will have to uh, tackle a website or some form of online you know, social media push. So this book is just phenomenal. I'm only halfway through, but it's really hard for me to put it down because he just brings to light so many simple issues that you need to confront. You can't overlook. So I absolutely recommend it. Again, it's called Platform, Get Noticed in a Noisy World by Michael Hyatt. All right, and uh, you know, you know what, Reggie, we can go on forever today or another weekend, but we'll have to save it for another interview for sure. Now, you know, Reggie, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say, superheroine, because you have done this and you have done that, and but also because you have experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. If you were to do it any different, what would it be, and how would you go about doing it? If I wanted to relaunch my website or yes gosh uh, again I would do it right from the beginning okay I would probably I would spend a bit more time and, and this is something I'm doing now mm -hmm. but finding the ways to make money off advertising there's a lot of point-and-clicks the PPCs the CPMs out there and again if you build your website properly from the beginning and you already have these installed you can start making a profit you know with with every click so that's something that I would do different along with just, I think, the overall bones of it. I would have had it more driven towards social media. Who is your favorite superhero or superheroine if you have one? And why did you choose it? Superheroes. Okay, well, when I was growing up, Xena, Warrior Princess, although she wasn't a superhero, I loved that show. Lucy Lawless was my hero because she was, you know, this big Amazonian woman who just took on every guy in her path. But, uh, you know, she's probably not considered a superhero. Wonder Woman, of course, who doesn't want, you know, bracelets that combat bullets and have some golden lasso of truth. But uh, other superheroes, I think, are just the people I meet overseas. You know, the amazing w women who are working for these cooperatives who, um, for instance, I was just in Morocco and I 
met this woman and she was responsible for the production of argan oil. And argan oil is created from like a nut basically and they, they pulverize the nut and the oil that comes out of it is one of the best oils for your face and for your skin. And talking to her, seeing what she did day in and day out, this arduous work to come up with this tiny amount of oil, that to me is a superhero. Wow. I mean, okay, uh, we say, we see Wonder Woman and we say Xena, but you're right, those women out there that who are, like what you said, they're doing this work that makes, making a difference in the world. Like, like what you just said with this or, organ oil, I've heard a lot about it and I'm sure they have, they, um, we, they ought to be appreciated and recognized and looked upon. So thank you for sharing that with us. Now, uh, Reggie, tell our listeners where they can connect with you and learn more about you and uh, what you grow and uh, have more success in your life and in your business. Please check out my website, www.backpackerswanted.com. There you're going to find links to all my different social media platforms. You can also go straight to YouTube. It's youtube.com slash backpackerswanted. I have a lot of fun videos of my travels along with a travel tip series that you can plug into. And the best thing that you can do for me and what I would appreciate is just sharing. If you enjoy some of uh, my blogs or some of my videos, just put them out there to your, your networks, your friends and family. Knowledge is power, so help me spread my knowledge of travel. By the way, all the fantastic resources and the links mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com. You just need to type in the name Reggie or Regina Bassi on the search bar and it will find it for you. All right, so Reggie, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story and for being a role model to many and for today's show for being such for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much, Marie. And to all you listeners out there, just keep pushing forward. Go get them, ladies. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.